This is episode number 576 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of the show. Yes, number 576, still brought to you by Smith Street Paleo. Please do hop over smithstreetpaleo.com. You can order a meal plan for a month, for two weeks, for a week, for a day. You can have breakfast, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks. There's all sorts of customized options that you can get. Drop those guys an email, hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They'd love to hear from you. Today's guest is an old friend of mine. We first met, I think, back in 2000 or thereabouts, Mr. Greg Boucher. He is the founder, the owner of MeFit, a name that some of you might have heard if you've been and gone through some of their education systems. They are an education provider in the fitness industry, teaching people how to be anything from a fully-fledged personal trainer to some more of the specialty courses that these guys do. Bouch is also the distributor for some of the leading fitness brands, things like Alico, they do TRX, they do loads of really cool brands that you'll have seen around in the fitness industry. And he's also, that's what he shares with us today a little bit more, the brains behind the MeFit Summit, which has been going for a long time now, 16 years they've been doing the MeFit Summit, which is basically bringing together people from the fitness industry, upskilling them, giving them more education, networking them, bringing them together in a business summit. And that is taking place here in Dubai on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of November. So he's going to share with us all the information about that and talk us through who it's actually for because it's not just for fitness professionals. Bouch is an old friend of mine, so this is going to be a great chat and I'm super thankful he took his time out to chat to us. No matter where you guys are in the world, thank you so much for tuning into the show and I really hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to another edition of the show. As I was saying there, folks, I'm here with literally the godfather of fitness in the UAE, <laughs> Mr. Greg Boucher. Bouch, is that the uh, that's the kind of uh, intro that you wanted, mate? Well, I don't know. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that one, but uh, we'll go with it. Mate, you are literally, we were talking about it just before, you're literally the, the OG, mate. You've been here 20 years, over 20 years now. Yeah, I was 99 actually when I arrived, so uh, you know, when I look back like that, I <laughs> don't probably celebrate it enough to, 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 to do it, you know, so uh, yeah, 1999 arrived. Wow. Yeah. And mate, you just came, I, I think the first time we met you were at Fitness Planet in yeah. Satwa, which was, mate, tell us what it was like coming over and Jeez. sort of taking that leap into the fitness industry back then. Yeah, well, uh, 99, it was the, you know, came over and basically had six months to open the, the first commercial fitness club and uh, it was in Satwa and uh, Alahana Centre in yeah. Satwa, which was, uh, you know, that was the centre of town those days. Yeah. So, um, you know, I sort of had to take a shopping mall and uh, and take three or four shops in it and uh, turn it into a commercially viable place and uh, no one had sort of seen that before because everyone else was, was hotels and yeah. it was recreation clubs then, not... Uh, not a commercial fitness club so um, you know if you wind back the clock now it took six months to open and then the best thing about it was uh, nine months later I returned the investment for the for the owner so wow. they, they were pretty stoked with me wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll keep yeah. you for a little bit longer yeah yeah so that that turned into a, a three-year gig with those guys and yeah uh, and basically uh, opened up the second branch as well and um, you know with the the, the thing that we noticed the most was the PT business, you know, the yeah. PT business was um, we had around about 30% of the clients wanting to do PT and uh, the other big thing about it, we were getting 50, 60 people turning up to the group fitness studio every wow. night with uh, lines out the door. So we sort of knew it was 
wanted. Everyone was sort of looking at it, and uh, that was sort of the the great time, right, right time, right place to, to yeah. kick it off. You know, so mate, it's weird that you say it, and and, and we see that obviously here at in a fight. It, and I think the dynamic of this region is different from anywhere else in the world. That PT is like massive for people over here you, you speak to gym owners sort of in well where you're from in new zealand or where i'm from in the uk and we're like what people pay like 70 80 quid for a pt session you're like yeah 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 that's fine yeah. why why do you think that is why do you think there's is it because people have disposable income or how does how's it how's that come around in, in in the time that you've been here look i think um you know the big thing that we noticed is no one really knew everyone sort of heard what a personal trainer was and what they did and that sort of thing but no one really had tasted or or seen it before and yeah we were running some transformation programs back then the the, the 12-week transformation program you know <laughs> the old body for life which was uh, a great success in its Bill day phillips. and uh, Bill phillips yeah and and people were coming out with these amazing results and then yeah. there was these other people going to the gym that were you know sort of spent one two three years at the gym and still look the same when they uh, yeah you know, two or three years later and yeah. uh, people were saying wow how did these people get these results and we said look it's uh, it's a combination of nutrition and a combination of you know exercise and working out at the right intensity and the trainers are obviously there to support you and make sure you're getting the techniques right and more importantly work at the intensity you need to to yeah. get the results you need you know yeah. and and, yeah. Uh, and I think it was a word of mouth thing we didn't spend much money on marketing and that, that's why we said the the power of community and word of mouth was what really uh you know, was the success of the club, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, mate, we've we've all got everyone who's got a gym around and a fitness uh, personal training business now has probably got you to thank, mate, for that. I think you were the, you were the OG, mate. You were, I remember, because I, I think I was still working for Albu Marine. I was I was at Oakley then in 2001, 2002, when we first sort of sort of met. And I remember getting invited to the sales, mate. That <laughs> <was it. laughs> yeah, it's about all, wasn't it? <laughs> Nothing like it. Right. But, mate, it developed and... You sort of obviously, mate, you're a super smart guy. You return the investment quickly. You obviously saw some opportunities in the market for different things, and that led to you setting up MeFit. Talk to us a little bit about what MeFit is, how it was set up. I remember your first office was like tiny. <laughs> and, and it's, it's still there yeah. on Shakeside Road, yeah. isn't it? So give, give us a little bit of the lowdown on that, mate. Well, that was, um, you know, after the three-year contract was over, um, I basically said, look, and, and you know, sort of uh, turned to my uh, girlfriend, uh, who ended up being my wife at the, uh, <laughs> later on, was... Uh, I said, look, are we, if we're staying around here and uh, looking at staying in the region, we might as well uh, look at setting up our own business because we had a few approaches and uh, offers from other other companies around the region to go and open up clubs and that sort of thing. And yeah. I said, look, it's an opportunity now to maybe uh, set up an education business. We need more PTs. And that was the downfall of the club. We just couldn't employ more PTs. So right. we said, look, we, we need to... Uh, groom and uh, and grow the PT base here because yeah. there's a lot more clubs opening then and uh, and that was the sort of uh, discussion we had around um, you know starting our own business and meet and that's how sort of MeFit Pro started. My my wife was uh, uh, very involved in the group fitness side of things and you and know, still is huh? yeah, and still is yeah. you know the, the Liz Mills business was the the first kickoff for her and yeah. uh, you know she we were linked to the UK back then and couple of years later we uh, took over and uh, owned, the, owned the franchise and owned the distribution for the Les Mills business so she wow. started off on that side of the business yeah I was doing more education and then started to get my teeth sunk into distribution of equipment because a lot of the clubs we were consulting for and 
you know, designing and, and helping other clubs out was sort of saying, hey, we, we want that equipment. And I yeah. said, well, okay, we're going to have to look at starting to import it. And uh, it's not it's not here right now. And they said, well, can you bring it in for us? And wow. um, can you bring that nutrition brand in for us? So it all sort of evaluated and sort of grew from there a little bit with, uh, you know, one brand became two brands. And yeah. now, you know, we're now with 35 brands in. And, wow. Uh, and obviously, the education business is um, is flying right now because again, we're not just UAE based; we're sort of regional based yeah. with the with the with the business. So um, it's that was one thing sort of led to another. You could say, <laughs> yeah. Mate, let's talk a little bit about on on the education side. Obviously, that's where you say you started a lot because there was a lack of education and trainers. You can't you couldn't get the trainers for Fitness Planet. What give us your sort of overview? Because this is an interesting topic. We get asked all the time, like what questions should I be asking a coach before I get involved with them or, or, or a PT? What was going on and what's your sort of take on on the market? Fast forward now, sort of 20 years, you must have seen like incredible things happening. Yeah, well, I will tell you what, it's um, you know back in the day it was um, you know I was a I was a master trainer and uh, lecturing the ACE courses and that sort of thing to, yeah. to groom these new people through and you know and I, and I, again I've come from uh, four years at university and I've done a, a year in exercise science school and you know had to do a, a three month internship and you know obviously lucky enough that was with uh, you know the Auckland based All Blacks and that yeah. sort of thing so I got a good sort of start to it and. You know, a lot of people were, what I had noticed um, when we moved over here is that a lot of people were just walking into the industry because they <laughs> were uh, bodybuilders before or yeah. they were, you know, uh, like going to the gym. So all of, all of a sudden they thought they were qualified enough to start looking after people's health and start looking after the way that people did it. So um, that was really the start of it. We wanted to make sure that people sort of really knew the understanding of why people got onto a fitness program. And, you know, a lot of it now is not just about knowing anatomy and physiology and all that sort of thing. It's actually understanding how do you motivate your client how do you look after your client how do you really groom those people for success to be able to you know want to stay at the gym and keep coming back to the gym because you know obviously the the big thing in the fitness industry is most people you know uh are leaving the clubs within the first two to three weeks of uh, coming in so massive turnover and that's always been the the problem with the industry so and it's and it's the qualified people that actually understand why you keep them in there and and one of the big things we teach through our PTA global certification now is actually how do you manage and look after your uh, your clients and how yeah. do you look after your members that they want to keep staying at the club for longer which obviously yeah. all club owners like to hear because <laughs> then their retention rates go up yeah yeah so, um, so that was that was really the that the heart of what we thought about it was it was more about trying to get these people through their certifications and then more importantly what's growing now to a recruitment side of the business is helping them find work afterwards and yeah. really building up their CV to work with mentors like people like yourself and that sort of thing that have you know can mentor people coming through and I know yeah. you, that you do that here at Identified yeah. as well yeah. is that you need to have those people that can groom these new people coming through because yeah. I remember back and you probably do too when you when you first started out at the club if uh, you know, I was chucked into this gym, and, yeah. and if it wasn't for the guys that were mentoring me, I would have been lost. I didn't yeah. know how to write a program. I had all the <laughs> knowledge up here, but I didn't yeah. even know how to put it into, yeah. into practice. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. that was—I uh, think—that's a big thing of you know getting started and, and helping these people come through the education. Uh, Mate, it's interesting what you said there. You've done four years at university. You've done work placements where I imagine you're probably sort of just sweeping the gym floor. If not physically, then sort of in a way that's just like looking for, for, for and, and learning and looking for tips from people. And I would say you've done your time, mate, but you do get a lot of people these days that would just be 
it might be six months or it might be just the fact that someone's gone and bought 50,000 Instagram followers. Like, let's be honest, the, the way that things are going right now, what, what is your thought on that, mate? You must be, I get a little bit pissed off because I went to university and my family had to pay for that and I've gone through a lot of different education to get to where I'm at. What's your thought of where the industry's at now with just end of 2019 into 2020 with fitness influencers? You know, we could, we could talk about the fact that Joe Wicks' record failed recently here in, in Dubai. Yeah. We could talk about a lot of different things. But what's, where's your head at on that stuff, mate? Look, I think, you know, you, you have to take your head off for the, your hat off to the people that have really put the time and effort into uh, doing it. And it does peep me off a little bit as well that, you know, there's people just walking out there and, you know, can sort of buy some likes. The next thing, the, <laughs> the, the, the Insta heroes have uh, turned into these top trainers and are yeah. charging the big bucks for what they, what they do. And again, some of them are qualified, some of them are not qualified. Mm. And, uh, you know, you can't really uh, dog them for that. You'd have to sort of say to them, hey, well done. And you've managed to build up your client base and yeah. that sort of thing. So... Um, look, it, it's, I think it goes two ways, but I think you know the the key thing is is that in the fitness industry and call it the wellness industry, call it whatever you want. Yeah. I think the key thing with that is is that are you really looking after people's wellness and are you qualified enough to be able to treat any conditions that you may find on the way that yeah. uh, people may have and. You know, not everyone from looking on the outside in uh, are completely healthy. And, yeah. uh, and and how qualified are we to be able to help these people out if they get injured, if they have a, have a heart disease or they have yeah. you know, cholesterol problems or diabetes or, you know, obesity or any of these sort of ailments that, yeah. you, that you actually learn about and study when you're at university versus, you know, jumping on YouTube and reading the first article that you come across, you know, yeah. and, and is that the right thing to, to do? So... Yeah, it, it does peed me off a little bit, and yeah. um, I, I think the biggest thing and, and what I've learned is, you know, I, I got a kick of networking and going to conventions and doing that sort of thing when I was young and really learning off the these people that have been, you know, you know and it was just time in the game by learning, yeah. learning, learning about what they did. And more importantly, it motivated me to say, wow, you know, I want to be able to be like that one day yeah. and actually uh, be able to educate people and train people up. And I don't think... Yeah. If I did my four years at uni, and it, maybe not, it's not four years, it might be a one year or a two year now, you can yeah. do it a lot yeah. quicker, yeah. Um, that you would know as much as uh, as I know now to be able to guide uh, new people through. Yeah, you know? I, th- I, mean, I think it's a good point. And listen, I'm, whilst I think it's interesting the way that the Instagram famous personal trainer has come to fruition, the fact that, you know, if, if we look at someone like Joe Wicks, got 2.8 million followers, are even if 10% of those people are moving more now than they were a year ago, I think both of us share the same vision that that's something that's super positive yeah. for, for for the population as a whole. Yeah, yeah 100%. But yeah. I think, you know, I think you came up with, you said something really important there that, you know, there's heart conditions, there's, there could be joint issues, you know, high intensity interval training in front of the Burj Khalifa is not for everyone, mm. you know, and, yeah. and I think that's where some of the things have gone. But we are, Although we're becoming a more obese nation, we're actually, with all these guys in the game, the, the market is growing, right? There's more, I mean, and you must have seen that in, in the 20 years, like how many clubs have opened and now you've got 35 brands that you distribute, like the market is grown and, and that's a positive thing, right? Yeah, and that's, um, I, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's, as the market continues to grow, there's a lot more jobs available for people coming in. There's yeah. a lot of gyms opening up, you know, one of the other 
big things that I see a lot of is that there's qualified or, or managers going into jobs that uh, have never been manager before yeah. and they're going into operations and yeah. again while a lot of the clubs fail over here is purely because a, a PT has uh, thought that they could run a club and, and start <laughs> operating a club over here yeah. and, and they've got no qualifications at all they just think that they've seen a guy that's doing it before and really feel that that's maybe the, <laughs> the right way to run a club and uh, unfortunately that's the first downfall that a lot of clubs have is that yeah. every time I see a club close the door and you look back into it there's a whole lot of factors there from choosing the location to you know not marketing and not doing a proper pre-opening and and also not building a community within their club and these things you're only gonna know by time in the game and actually learning how to to manage and operate clubs and you know it goes back to the PTs like you said before as well is that our goal and our job I I feel as uh, as people in the industry we need to figure out how do we keep people in the game for longer yeah and how do we keep people coming back to gyms or how do we get people active whether it's at a gym or whether it's outside training and if as long as you're managing your people or managing your community or managing your client well enough that's going to keep them exercising for a longer period it's wellness now yeah you know it's yeah. it's not just uh, training hard out and high intensity yeah, training that sort of thing some people it's just movement how yeah. do we get people moving again because they can't move or, yeah. or the you know the, the they're as stiff as this bloody desk <laughs> there it's yeah. sitting here you know so yeah, yeah. and that might be someone's goal is just to get out of bed without aching and yeah. uh, sort of rolling out of bed instead of getting out of bed you know yeah so, yeah the, the yeah. dynamics have changed a lot it's interesting what you say about people that sort of have become have our coaches and then have become managers of places because we're also seeing a lot of people coming from the corporate world and saying I want to try my hand in personal training and I mean maybe I was maybe I'm a good example of that like I did my time in the corporate world always been interested in fitness studied fitness a lot and then using a lot of the skills thanks Adidas again as I always have to thank Adidas for all the skills they taught me (laughs) to be able to run a business but it is quite interesting that dynamic that we're seeing of where people are giving up big corporate jobs to train properly. And I'm sure you see this through your academy, mate. Like, I know people personally that have come through your academy actually in the last six months who have worked in the corporate world. I'm interested to get your thoughts on that, like this whole career change that people are undergoing and, and, and how it goes almost from your personal opinion, but from a training perspective as well. Like, is it yeah. is it the right thing how, how does it how does it boil down well, look I think it's um, you know people that get the bug you know and obviously you got it when you're young and yeah. you just love training and you you know you go nuts for it and <laughs> whether it's the competitiveness from your sport that you played back in the day to yeah. that comes through to winning at work or winning and uh, you, you, all your distance stuff that you're doing now yeah. is uh, you know I think the people that are in the corporate world and realize that you know, they're in a they're in this sort of haven where they're not enjoying it they're, yeah. they're going there just to click turn the clock over over and, uh, <laughs> and took the hours up and they're yeah. not actually in the game to really enjoy what they're doing or seeing yeah. you know positive outburst on the, on the people that are there so I think um, I think the big thing is is that uh, for those people that they really want to make sure they can find a way to help their community and help the people that they live with and 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 operate around and what we've noticed a lot is these guys are coming into the industry because they want to influence yeah. their community or their family that they feel that they can help out. Some of them are not even doing it for a money po- point of no, view. They're actually just doing it because they get a kick out of it yeah. and they really love seeing the benefits of yeah. uh, ha- helping other people lead a healthy lifestyle and uh, and being more well themselves. So It's interesting what you said there, mate, about, about the money side. I always say that to people. People are like, oh, you run the business. I said, yeah, I need to 
turn the lights on and make everything work. But if it was really about money, I would have definitely stayed with Nike, with Adidas, because the money that comes yeah. from those guys is is a lot bigger. But it's cool as well. Like people find that passion, don't they? And 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 like you said, that ability to help people and and transfer a skill set or a passion into 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 the fitness industry is very cool yeah yeah and, uh, and again that's what drawn me to it as well and it was lucky enough when i was young enough they uh they offered us a you know when you, if you're good at sport you got to you know choose or, or they gave you a pathway to you know have something to do after sport that, yeah. uh, you, that you could go and do and it just so happened if you really enjoyed that part of it and, and finding a way that you can stay in the industry whether it's PTing or yeah. whether it's running clubs or whether it's management side or whether it's on the the sporting side you know the sponsorship side and that sort of thing so yeah. i think the industry is uh is continuing to grow it will continue to grow from strength to strength and yeah. uh, there will be changes there will be things that are fads there'll be things that are you know that pop up that are like people are like wow this is the new thing that's happening yeah. this is the new yeah. you know industry norm but yeah. um, at the end of the day it's you know sort of a, a big round circle as well you can see some of the the old school stuff coming back like the lifting and uh that's and this type of thing you know that's so. mate, great segue because that's really where i wanted to go next as as a distributor now okay we've got the education side of me fit but you've got the distribution side like in the last few years you've taken on Elico, the world's biggest weightlifting brand. We were just talking the other day about another brand. I'm not sure if you can mention it, but if you can, you'll mention that. You must, my point is that you must have seen this whole product thing, even though you've only been distributing for just over 10 years or whatever it is, it's, it's this big cycle. And yeah. I, I remember we've had conversations and you're like, mate, this is the latest, this is the greatest. <laughs> some of that stuff yeah. is still in the market, yeah. but some of it is just gone. What's, what's your thoughts on that, mate? And is it just going to keep going round and round or, or will it, Look you know? The, the, it's been amazing. I've seen, <laughs> yeah. you, you see the churn of products and you see the churn of, the, you know, the different types of uh, products that are out in the market, whether it's a machine or a, a plate loader versus a, yeah. a, a, you know, a selectorized machine or something like that. But if you go back to the basics again, it goes back to the whole, the, 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 the hardcore, you know, a barbell still does the work, the, yeah. the, a dumbbell still does what it <laughs> yeah. needs to do. And, um, you know, and at the end of the day, you, you, your cardiovascular machines is, they are getting better, they're getting more yep. technology and that on them, but some of the best ones out today are the ones that you can just run on and just keep running on and yep. they don't need to have all the fancy stuff on there because, you know, you, you should be uh, able to be motivated in other ways to uh, finish that run or finish that distance, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, it's that that's the way it's... Uh, turning out and, and brands like Alika they're evolving as well it's yeah. uh, they make a great barbell and they and it's more about uh, you know it, it's making it last long yeah. enough that it gets put, put and thrashed by guys <laughs> like that are training downstairs <laughs> in your club you know and, and uh, at the end of the day you, you've got to be able to throw some iron around and, yeah. and the iron's still got to be able to work tomorrow when they come back in again to, to lift again and yeah. and I think there is a lot of brands out there now that we, we, we also bought in another brand called Unix which is basically uh, a brand that's sort of uh, price competitive and, yep. and they're putting a warranty on it where they're giving lifetime warranties on the product as well. Is that at, a good uh, business a model, price. mate? So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, look, the, everyone that we uh, that was sold it to are pretty happy about it because they know they can come back in yeah. uh, three years or four years and say, hey, this is a lifetime warranty. Yeah. Uh, give me a new one. So, uh, so um, that, that's uh, that's continuing to change. That's continuing to evolve. But uh, you know, if you look at the the rower, the Concept Two rower yep. as an example, that's a, a stable piece in most yeah. clubs now, and that just keeps going. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. you know put a few new uh, bearings in it and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, change the screen a little bit. And but at the end of the day, that those core 
compound movements that you do that uh, you know help us burn calories faster yep. uh, are still the, the key things that we do today. You yeah, know? Um, you just got to find uh, great ways and entertaining ways to do it. Uh, is it are we moving from a, uh, a, a, an exercise community to yep. a Exertainment, I call it. You know, yeah. exertainment. How do we entertain while yeah. we're exercising, yeah. or yeah. is it uh, the people that you're training with that can help you do that? I mean, know? mate, and a, a great example of that. And we, we spoke about it the other day because you, you guys are distributing the, the treadmill that is in Barry's boot camp. Now, Barry's boot camp, for example, is one of these concepts that really is quite nightclub esque, isn't it? And yeah. it, it's it's entertainment as well as exercise. I think it's great. It grows the market, you know. And and that crowd of people were they exercising before? No, they weren't. But yeah. You're just supplying them the most basic, tri- not the most basic, but a pretty straightforward piece of equipment, right? Yeah, and again, it's um, that you know Barry's Bootcamp is a classic example. Great, great brand, uh, boutique fitness focused on people that love running and yeah. uh, and getting them to do some weight training at the same time where they're lifting weights that they're not just doing running, you know, because yeah. we know that you also need to maintain muscle by lifting, you know, yeah. and uh, so it's a great, uh, a, a great, great boutique brand doing very, very well yeah. in the region, and they selected uh, the Woodway treadmills, which are basically they keep going, you know, and yeah. they they use a, a slat deck which helps obviously the cushioning but more importantly it's you you get twice the amount of time out of a woodway treadmill than you would on a a treadmill that runs on a on a deck sort of thing so a great treadmill for a for a club like that and again they have bought in this uh entertainment type side of things where you're running to great music you've got a really amazing coach in there as well that's uh some of these guys are uh, have uh, been uh, either uh, B-list Hollywood uh, actors or have come yeah. from Hollywood and they know how to hold a crowd or they know how to entertain while they're in there and then yep. they get trained on how to coach and how to uh, look after people's exercise so uh, again a great uh, and, a gr- and a great r- role model that, yeah. that these people do to be able to help people keep coming back to the club because yeah. they you know what they they did a class they went wow that was awesome I had a great time in there and yeah. the coach was cracking jokes the whole time and that sort of thing and that makes you want to go back tomorrow so yeah, of uh, so a great model, and they can charge uh, a, a good dollar for it as yeah. well. So yeah, it's it is very interesting, mate. The whole entertainment side, and like you said, there not only the the environment, but the guy that's actually teaching it as well is like is, yeah. is fully charged. May I want to move on a little bit? One thing that you guys established quite some years ago is a is an annual summit bringing. And I remember, I'm pretty sure we had a conversation when you were starting this. You said we just want to bring everyone from the region together we're going to create a summit we're going to sit we're going to talk we're going to educate we're going to sort of try and upskill people improve the 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 knowledge levels and everything of fitness in the region and you know i think the first year you probably had 20 or 30 people talk us through the the journey that has been the MeFit Summit that is taking place next weekend yeah. here in Dubai because this is this is phenomenal, mate, and it shows a lot of resilience from your side because how many people yeah. were there at the first one? Not that many. I oh, know, mate. It was um, 2003, actually, was, was, the, 2003? was the first one. And, uh, wow. We did it on the back of Sportex, if you remember the, the, remember the convention. Sport- yeah, we, so yeah. we, we were the sort of sub of uh, Sportex and run the education, and I had to convince a lot of people. They were like, <laughs> what the hell are you trying to do here, mate? You know? And I said, look, it's... Uh, I remember them. It's still something I always remembered. I used to travel uh, to to listen to them, and I used to travel to conventions in the yeah. US and over to Australia, and went to the ones in New Zealand. And I used to walk out of them going, "Man, I had a great time and yeah. motivating." And I met the guy down the road, and I met some new people, and it was a networking event for the industry. And I said, "Look, we've got to bring this to the Middle East." And yeah. 
you know, um, 15 years was our anniversary last year, 16 years this year we've been wow. running it, um, it's continued to grow, um, like you're right, the first one I think we did have, I think it was about 80 or 90 people we had, <laughs> maybe a little bit more than 20, but Sorry, uh, mate. yeah, geez, <laughs> <laughs> you look a few, few new people, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, we, we invited some people over that we were there and it's grown from strength to strength, we'll, we'll probably look at getting around about 2,000 people to this one here wow. uh, this year, um, we've got some great presenters coming over from uh, all over the world and that was the thing like you mentioned, it's, it's bringing international presenters, guys with great credibility, people with great followers, people with a good education that people can walk away from the conference and go yeah. wow I learned something new today or yeah. I picked up this that I'm really going to add to my uh, clients uh, training tomorrow or was it uh, it's going to help my business tomorrow I can implement it in my business because yeah. obviously for the last five years now we've been running a business summit as well for club right. owners club managers and that's a, a big thing as well was not just training the, the 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 group fitness people or the personal trainers we're actually helping the owners of clubs be able to uh, learn how to put tippets in to make their clubs successful right. and, uh, and that's a big thing whether it's marketing or social media now or whether it's the creativity or what they do yeah. or yeah. whether it's operational plans that they're looking at doing how to motivate staff how to motivate teams so wow. these sort of things we're bringing into the business summit you know so, so there's two just so we're clear mate there's two sort of summits running side by side yes. how, do, how does it work we're actually three summits running okay. side by side now so um We've got first the um, on the Thursday, which is uh, Thursday the fourteenth of November, yep. Yep. is uh, the the business summit uh, right. for club owners, club managers. We'll probably this year get around about one hundred and fifty to two hundred uh, people. So that's growing wow. over the over the years. To uh, and they're coming from all over the region. In fact, this year we've even got people travelling in from Asia and, and wow. Europe to to attend it because there's a few draw cards on there that they want to listen to and. Right. Um, so that's on day one. Uh, also on day one, we have a teen summit now as well, which you were involved yeah, in last year, that was which, wild. Is, uh, <laughs> which is amazing. And that yeah. sort of, that's something we're giving back to the community and giving back to the kids and having the kids understand that they're either GCSE uh, um, or A-level, bursary level sort of right. kids that are all good at sport that yep. we're saying to the schools, hey, bring your kids in and... Uh, let's let them get involved with the community because maybe it's something that they want to do as a career path later in life and, and mix yeah. it up with some of these uh, you know top presenters that we've got over here and they just loved it you know they you know so we're expecting around about a thousand just over a thousand students coming in this yeah. year to uh, the summit as well on day one so that was wild mate there yeah. were the energy from those guys was was something else I know it's a day out of school so they're naturally quite happy about yeah. things <laughs> but they were I yeah. mean yeah they welcomed us and then we, we hung around for a bit and they're just going nuts yeah, you know, so That's we do, really we do a see. workout with them. We yeah. talk to them about nutrition. This year we're talking a bit about mindset. Um, wow. So it's, again, it's something that they can walk away with and go, wow, you know, I can go back and share that with my parents or my family or my community or my friends that we can uh, all help each other out. So Yeah. And then uh, basically the next two days is all small group training, PT. Right. Um, there's a bit of uh, business there for the PTs. There's some uh, mindset stuff there as well. Um, there's some trade shows. There's early morning workouts going on. There's wow. yoga sessions in the evening to close the summit down. So, yeah. um, so that's uh, you know that's on the Friday and Saturday of the event. And right. uh, obviously the key thing for that is it's uh, wrapping up the the Dubai Fitness Challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thirty thirty. Uh, so you're basically on well. the last weekend of. Dubai Fitness Challenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, really looking forward to that. Again, it's uh, perfect timing that we managed to have the event on there. Getting We get great support from the Dubai Sports Council yep. to support us with that. Dubai Tourism as well. Yeah. So um, they're riding behind it and they really want to see 
the event continue to grow because obviously they they're, they're looking at saying how many people from outside Dubai are coming in, yeah, you know, and how do we grow the community? How many people here from well? outside? Like, so if you've got over two thousand people at, at the summit across those days, how many? What percentage of people come from outside, mate? Look, typically it's um, and again it's continuing to grow. We're not we can't just survive on people from UAE now yeah. to, to grow the summit. It's uh, the, it's the people we've got a big uh, delegation from Saudi Arabia this year. Wow. where the Saudi Arabia, uh, the fitness in the, in the kingdom is continuing to grow there's yep. you know there's about 30 clubs opening in the next six months over there so um phenomenal so that's continuing to grow there um so i, w- I would say probably there's i'd say probably around about 20 percent wow. we were even trying to push that up to around about 25 percent this year of, yep. of people from outside of uae attending and and it's not it's you know quite expensive so we're trying yep. to keep the cost down for everybody and help them out with hotels and right um, that type of thing while they're here and i think if we can do that we'll continue to get more people not yeah. just from the gcc but also uh, the Asia subcontinent and, uh, yeah, and, and up into Europe and that as well. Is there anything, it, I, I know obviously, like you said there, mate, in, in, in Europe, and it's, it's, I love the motivation that you had to start this thing. Like I remember going to some trade shows in, in my Adidas days and you would meet all the people, you'd meet all the top brands, you'd meet top trainers, and you'd literally come away from it absolutely pumped. So you've taken that experience and gone, we've got to give that to yeah. to the people here. But this is really, it's, it's also for... It's kind of for, for a lot of different people as well. You could be you could be a trainer, or you could be just getting into the fitness industry, and you're going to get everything over those two or three days, sort of all under one roof, right? Yeah, it's um, and again, that's it's not just targeting uh, the fitness pros yep. or the the people in it. We, we're saying the. Uh, the consumers we want the you know the the weekend warriors or the, the the fit consumers out there that are doing it or the the fitness enthusiasts whatever you might want to call them it might be a way that you talked about before the corporate executive wanting to get into fitness maybe this is their segue as well to basically come and learn a little bit more and see if it is really the industry that they want to get into and mix it up and see the energy like the energy when people walk out of these sessions uh, into yeah. the next session is amazing it's cool, it's, isn't it's, it? yeah it's, uh, that's probably the big thing about it and uh, and I think you know what people forget about is that that's what you're also there for if you can motivate like we say to club owners and managers let your staff go along and be involved in it they're going to walk out so motivated and pumped afterwards it's going to get them going for the next six months of trying out these new techniques and that sort of thing and hey if you can run into a few mates and have a coffee and you know eat some good food and walk around the exhibition area as well then uh do you have all the on, on the exhibition side mate just so people can get a good idea of what's going on do you have a lot of the brands that you distribute are going to be on display so people could maybe see what the latest vibrating foam roller is <laughs> i know you've got a few but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all of that stuff's there right yeah. yeah no everything's there and um you know we've got some other great partners that are have been involved in the event over the over the years that continue to come back year after year um our brands are definitely there um we got support from our principal companies as well so the big right. thing is is making sure we get support from these principal yeah. brands and bringing out some of these international presenters is the help of these partners that we have so yeah uh, but this year we're getting a lot more people coming in from uh, different walks of life from uh, you know um, lululemon as an example are getting wow. in because they're getting into a bit more of the fitness side of things as well yeah. you got sketches uh, doing some stuff with the with the teens because they're Britney trying to Spurs get in there as well. coming or not i don't know i don't, I don't <laughs> think so she's still involved. i need to actually ask her she's involved in those guys <laughs> be quite cool she just sort she of walks yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, a lot of those brands are, uh, are all there. There's some nutrition brands uh, rocking up for the first time. There's a couple of equipment brands coming into the market that are not wow. already here, that they're actually here to showcase their new products. So It must yeah. be quite a contrast, that, mate, 
2003 when you're you're part of big well it wasn't really big sportex then but it was a it was a bigger sort of event and you were sort of trying to bolt this thing on the side with this big vision and, and literally probably begging people to say con you need to get involved with me and you've probably in a situation now where you've got brands calling up and saying hey Bouch, uh, we want to display or we want to or even presenters saying we need to be at the MeFit Summit this year. It must be yeah. quite a strange sort of turnaround for you. You probably don't think well, about it much, mate, but in reflection, it must be huge. Well, it's hard. Every every year you turn around and sit there and say, right, who are we going to bring this year? And, yeah. it's, uh, and obviously, it's it's a costly exercise to put on and, yeah. and, and trying to get your budgets right, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah. obviously the, the time we're in right now as well, because not every company has a lot of cash to yeah. splurge out at these big events and that sort of thing. So yeah. it's trying to do it in other ways. And uh, more importantly, it's trying to bring fresh new presenters in each yeah, year to, yeah. that people haven't seen before that gives them a, a touch about what's happening in this industry over here. And these presenters that we bring over, we're saying to them, hey guys, it's not just about you turning up to the MeFit thing, yeah. uh, our MeFit event, it's actually turning up and actually doing something afterwards as well. So yeah. you're building your legacy, not just in your own market in the world, like whether it's the US or the UK or whatever, yep. you actually build a legacy of you and helping the Middle East market to continue to grow and bring your new ideas here. So we're always looking at people that do that. We get some presenters returning every year, but we also try and get a few fresh faces every year as well. So So um, who's the big draw cards this year, mate? If I'm a little bit of a fitness enthusiast, which I'm not at all, but if I was in the market for it, who who can I get excited about coming to see? What can I learn? What's the, maybe what's the fresh stuff, mate? Because I think this is where it's interesting. Like you said, it's not just for trainers. It could be for the public as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, I I think we've got four or five big draw cards this year. And in fact, the whole 20, 20 plus uh, international presenters that are coming over are uh, all great in their own mind and, yep. and, in, and in our minds of what, what, what they're trying to do. But obviously, we've got the Move You guys back again this year. They yeah. are they're phenomenal. They're yeah. Just the way they speak and the, the way they, they move and groove around. And, they, and you know, they've got over a million followers now in the US. And wow. just the few things that they, tippets that they give trainers they yeah. were so hot last year that we said look we'll bring you guys back again this year yeah some people have gone on to do their mentorship program and wow. uh, and sign on online with them in the region there's people that even follow in, in this region they're not even in the industry they're just right. there to they call it fix your shit you know <laughs> they're, they're, they're fixing people's shit just yeah. online and, and yeah. people following them so it's amazing so they're yeah. awesome uh, we've got Ainsley Rodriguez coming over as well she's uh, um, again she's one of these uh, she's got over two million followers on on uh, that f- follower on Instagram and she yeah. runs an online uh, programming system and, wow. and again she's comes from authenticity she's had uh, problems in the past with her nutrition and yep. uh, you know gut health and that type of thing and now she talks to it from authenticity and she had to wow. find out the hard way it took her years and years to figure out these problems that she's yeah. got and now she uh, can actually put them in and help people out with wow. uh, so from that side we've got her coming over um, we've got Rick, Ricky Warren as well who's uh, very big in the calisthenics world and nice. you know all this free body weight training stuff now yeah. and teaching how to, people how to do a handstand and, uh, <laughs> and, and you'll be in that <laughs> workshop <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> I, was, uh, I did gymnastics back in the day I can still do a handstand <laughs> <laughs> and, and your but, daughter's into that uh, sort yeah. of yeah, <laughs> she's definitely in that one for sure. So uh, yeah, no, she's there, and um, I think the other big one is uh, you know him as well as Brian Keane. Yeah, and, um, yeah. 
Yeah. He, he's going to be amazing. He's uh, coming in to speak from the business angle side yeah. of things. He's obviously a great athlete as well. Yeah. And uh, he's got some great followers uh, as well. So trying to bring him into the market and rather than just come here and run races and yeah. hang out, we're actually getting him to really speak this time. And, yeah. and he runs a business mindset uh, coaching uh, uh, podcast as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a, a, another great guy to, to bring Yeah, bring I've had him influence. on here a few times. I'll get him on again when, when, when he's here. But yeah, that guy's got... That's another great story as well because he's he was a he was a teacher and then you know he realised that he just wanted to get into fitness and helping people and from a business perspective he's pretty much nailed it. He's got I think he's got yeah. two or three podcasts. He's got the GAA which is Gaelic football. He's got his Brian Keane fitness podcast and he's now got the business podcast as well. So yeah, yeah he's. Um, I'm actually looking forward to stealing some of his time <laughs> and his knowledge whilst yeah. he's here. So yeah. he's, he's, he's definitely a good one. It's interesting what you say, though, on those two things, mate, the, the, the move you guys and the calisthenics. Are we seeing the demand? Is it back to that wave we were talking about earlier? Like, do you try and figure out what the market's up to and then just like, okay, yeah, we need those guys back again this year because that's where yeah. the demand is? body weight moving better how does it work there look it's still um, I tell you what even even the guys that are doing barbells and uh, kettlebells and we've got the RMT club coming in as well yep. this year and, and looking at trends that are happening in the industry looking at some of the big conferences in the US and you know New Zealand Australia the UK and seeing what's sort of trending over there right now and look what people are using in clubs what, what sort of clubs are talking about another yeah. one is stick mobility is another big yeah, one is uh, uh, a huge one now and, and a lot more clubs are taking that on board now a lot of trainers are using it as part yeah. of it I see you hanging off your stick every now and then <laughs> down there as well and <laughs> trying my uh, best mate <laughs> uncle flexible over here <laughs> and that's something we always need to work on so yeah. it is that, that you know those sort of lifting classes and uh, those sort of things are still really really popular you know yep. I know some of the sessions have got 50-60 people signed up for wow. you know the one and a half hour topic on how to you know how to clean properly and uh, yeah. you know how to squat properly is some of the still really really popular ones because yep. again people just think squatting's basically you just get yeah. under a bar and, <laughs> yeah. and drop down sort of get thing so yeah. Uh, but again, it's the the, the you know the, the corrective exercise stuff is yeah. really big. 3D movement planes now that people are talking about how we move and yeah. that sort of is that coming back or are we just finding new ways of doing yeah. it or is it um, or is it uh, just becoming trendy again because yeah. we're all becoming <laughs> stiff as hell <laughs> and we yeah. can't move at all, you know? And I think it's education as well, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. People realize I'm getting injured because I can't move. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and if you realize that if you know how to move properly and work on your flexibility and your movement, maybe you won't get as injured as much. Yeah. You know? So yeah. we know a lot of athletes now are also pushing it that way, that they yeah. train that way, that it's not just going to the gym and just lift weights and get big now. You it know? is quite refreshing and nice to hear though, isn't it, mate? Because previously it was a lot about lifting big weights. And I mean, if we, even if we go back to what we were talking about at the start, like the clientele at Fitness Planet in 2002, 2001 was very much like you had your cardio machine sort of over there and you had dumbbell racks literally yeah. forever. <laughs> and, but what we're seeing now is people have this desire actually to, to just live in a, in a pain-free state. Yeah. And so the fact that the industry is, is feeding to that way, I mean, mate, I'm, I'm probably a great example. I've smashed my body up for years and for the last sort of year and a half, I, I try and get to yoga a couple of times a week. And if you just spoke to me about yoga, three years ago or even two years ago I'd be yeah. like mate what are you talking about <laughs> I mean I remember when uh, yeah. Cassidy came over for, yeah. for Trigger Point, Trigger Point and yeah. I was like his, 
his laughing stock the whole week <laughs> that we're on the course because he's like, oh, I can't touch your toes. I'm like, no, yeah. I can't do anything. But it's it's really refreshing to hear that a lot of what you guys are focusing on or, or what the industry is maybe thirsty for is things to make people live in this pain-free state, move freely, and just if you want to go for a bike ride, you go for a bike ride, or you want to play, well, you probably get schooled by your son at touch football, but if you, uh, I, I still, still see <laughs> you. Yeah, I think, I think that's super nice yeah. as well, right? Yeah, and I think that's like 100% that you're right what you're saying there. And that's if you can still play, and you mentioned it just before, playing, getting out and running around with my, my son. And yeah. uh, we still play competitive touch rugby and basketball together. And, uh, Amazing. You know, and uh, if I didn't move and, and didn't sort of do that work afterwards or yeah. around, I can't just go out and run around and, and play a game of touch rugby or a game of basketball now because I would wake up the next day and I, I can't move. So yeah. it's putting that other effort into what I do my, myself personally, but more importantly, what other people are seeing now and yeah you know back in the day at fitness planet the, there is the bodyboarding market over here is huge it's still massive massive yeah, massive the, yeah. some of the biggest clubs here are bodyboarding clubs yeah, and people just want to go in and get big you yeah, know? yeah yeah but even those guys now are starting to change their concepts and the ways that they're putting into their clubs they're putting stretching areas they're putting movement areas in there and some of the brand new clubs that are coming up now are doing clubs within a club so you nice. might have the functional training zone area or the stretching zone area yeah. might be as big as the free weight area you know That's and cool. they're decreasing the number of uh, selectorized machines that they have in their clubs and putting in more lifting platforms for yeah. example so um, you know the, a lot of those uh, ways are changing over now the That's way that awesome. people like to train and again I think it comes back to education again yeah, and yeah. Uh, it comes back to just people being more well and, and yeah. being able to move and uh, live a better quality of life and, yeah. and, not, and I think that will sort of transcend a little bit more to not just go in and just get big and lift weights you know that's that's always going to be important there will always yeah. be bench press pouch and there will uh, always be that's all my son wants to do now is get, <laughs> yeah. I just want to get big dad yeah. you know? that's alright mate <laughs> he's, he's still young so the the convention the summit MeFit summit is Thursday the 14th Friday the 15th and Saturday the 16th, 16th yep. where should people go mate if they want to read more sign up for it or get involved yeah so um, go to uh, mefitsummit.net okay. um, is the website um, that is the um, official uh, website for it um, you can follow Mefit Pro on Instagram there's lots of uh, information on there on that as well we have some pre-summit courses as well cool. um, which is uh, prior to the summit and we have some post-summit courses so the presenter is actually staying on and doing one day or two day oh, wow. workshops uh, wow. for people that want to go a bit more deeper into that yep. information as well so that's all online on the, on the yeah website. I'll put I'll put the link to that all over in the show notes and, and obviously all the social media and maybe some of the speakers as well I think it, it's it's probably quite nice if, if people are going maybe reach out and connect with the speakers through social media yeah. to, to sort of to break that down and I think there, there is time to maybe try and corner a little bit of time from those speakers as well I know their time is precious having been oh, at yeah. these things before they they don't have a lot of time but if you hit them up on Instagram definitely if you hit up Brian Keane use my promo code Marcus is a legend yeah. you'll get five minutes free oh, with there him you go. <laughs> He's always said that. love you. Yeah, his <laughs> inbox is just getting nailed. Yeah. Mate, before we wrap up, I want to I want you to just give us your little crystal ball view. We've come a long way in Jeez. 20 years. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you for the next 20 years, mate, but yeah. it looks like the way that you've got things set up, you plan to be here for the next five. So where, where do you think this thing, fitness, we've seen like CrossFit now, we're probably probably almost 10 years into the journey here it really got big in 2009 we've talked about animal movement there we've talked about all this what do you feel from all these different things exhibitions you go to what do you feel is what can we expect in the coming 
you don't have to put a timeline on it, but few years, mate. Yeah, okay. It was, uh, well, uh, 20 years over here. I told mum and dad I'm coming home in three, so I'm still still here. So look, next next five years, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see where it goes, yeah. I think. But, uh, but I tell you, if there's one thing that will continue to grow, will be it's you know clubs growing communities, yep. people growing communities, getting people around you that love working out with you and uh, love training with you and um, that's what that's probably the takeaway for a lot of PTs and a lot of clubs is build your community and yeah. uh, and that'll continue to grow and that sort of thing what they do inside that community I know you've yeah. you, you've put your hand at CrossFit you've now got an endurance program you've, yeah. you've you know people still come here and train and transformation stuff and that sort of yeah. thing is it the you know the obstacle course racing stuff and yeah. that sort of thing and if you look at each one of them that's been successful it's people that are going out there and loving what they do they have a great time afterwards you know yep. um, they hang out together they eat together they uh, I don't want to say sleep together but they <laughs> I think some that, do that goes on it as well <laughs> some do that's all well, it's not all good but yeah, that yeah, yeah that does happen so uh, you know, and, and if that's and if the trends are moving forward, I, I, I continue to think that their movement is going to play a big part because yeah. um, how do you live a longer life and a more fulfilled life? And I think that that means being able to you know gut health, you know, being able to move, eat, drink, um, and also just live a better life every day. And that yeah. comes through movement. That comes through what you put in your body to get your performance out of your body. Um, you don't want to walk around bloated or upset yeah. stomachs and that sort of thing all day. So learning and understanding that part of it is going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, if there's going to be some new stuff in the in the market in terms of vibration technology, <laughs> or is <laughs> it going to is, is, is it just going <laughs> yeah. back to that side of things? Yeah. I think that'll continue to grow. It's it, okay. and I think that fits into the wellness part of it, where yep. you know there's a lot more. I think the the wellness community, the physios, the chiropractors are going to come a lot closer to the fitness industry yeah, to really to see that continue to grow in that space. Um, it doesn't mean that physio clinics and chiropractic clinics are inside clubs, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, is it a club within a club? So Do you think we'll see that here? mate you know i mean this we could talk about this the whole day you know how licensing works here from the health authority to sort of the more to people that are regulating the municipality that's regulating fitness clubs are we going to see do you think we're going to be able to see these two play side by side i've got Just loads open of that space. can of worms <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah but i mean mate, I, regulatory is another big shit the whole you know it's yeah. uh you know excuse my language <laughs> on it, but man it's uh disaster. It's, it's a disaster yeah. and i think that you know we need to help and, and people like myself and you probably need to work with the the ministries and work yeah. with, the, with the government to be able to help them shape these ideas and i know it's that they're trying to keep the health as an important thing and yep. and make sure that they it's regulated and regulation is really really important to be yeah, able to, course, to do it and you know we do our part to try and stay regulated and that sort yep. of thing and i think the most important thing is it needs to come closer yeah um, is it regulated under the health authority or is it regulated under the emirates bodybuilding federation or is it regulated by the dubai sports council it definitely needs to stay government i think yeah. which is most important yep uh, but more importantly i think we just need to find a, a better way that we can all work together and yeah. uh, continue to grow the industry and yeah. get more people in yeah. the industry yeah. rather than uh, pushing them away from it i mean mate if you did the first part and actually got all the laws passed then i'll provide the space for <laughs> the chiropractor tables within yeah. my gym i think that's the uh, yeah it's, but it, it is interesting the amount because we we are working closer now with clinic like disc we work very closely with yeah. and, and it's a great relationship because we're able to refer our clients there obviously confidentiality is protected but yeah. then we'll get reports back okay we're seeing this in the clinic we're able to work to this point but can you guys take it from here and mm. we come back to what you've been saying pretty much throughout the show that we get that person moving better and pain-free together yeah so to have 
clubs and clinics working closer. That's yeah. that's really important, you know that you know that that referral system. Yeah. Not just referring one way, but referring back the other back way. The other way, yeah. What people should be doing and linking up with those professionals in those areas, and you work with DISC and these guys because mm. they are qualified, and you can yep. trust what they do, and you exactly. know that they're the people working there are going to give you the right analysis so that you can come back and then treat the problem there. So yep. it works very very nicely on on that front, and I think that will need to continue to grow. And if that's yep. one thing that I did when I first arrive and open up Fitness Planet, the success of that was working with all the communities around us from yeah. even corporate wellness going yep. back into that side of things again that's another whole yeah. topic again but yeah. working with those communities of people and working with those uh, you know specialists in those fields yeah. can only help your facility out and, and help you as a person mate you said it you've said it over and over community builds it congratulations for what you've done Bouch you, Thank you. came here with with some crazy ideas and you know you've built a community you've built a community inside MeFit you're bringing again each year the MeFit Summit it's next weekend guys should get involved but mate thank you for what you've done congratulations and hopefully you don't go home in the next three years mate oh, yeah. <laughs> we still need you here to provide us a Lico and all this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah but uh, mate appreciate your no. time and we'll we'll put all the links in the show notes and hopefully see people down at the at the MeFit Summit on which is at the Fairmont on the Palm 14th yeah. 15th 16th of November Thanks for having me on the show, mate, and uh, really good luck to you, and uh, show no weakness, they say. (laughs) There we go. And we didn't speak about the rugby. Anyway, we're out of time. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, mate.